Welcome back to the Black Menace Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Weaver, and I'm here with my other host. Nate Bird, happy to be on the show, and uh, we got some dope guests for y'all. Mm-hmm. The rest of the Black Menaces yes. are all here, and uh, it's our year anniversary episode. We're very excited about it. Yes, we've. I don't think we've ever had an episode with all of us on. We've had, over this year, we've had different people on at different times, but not all five at once, so this will be... A special treat and interesting to get us all to shut up to make one person talk uh, because we talk over each other. So <laughs> I'm interested to see how this goes. But uh, mm-hmm. I want to say hello, everybody. Hello. Do you want us to say our name? Yes. It's Kylie. Hi, everyone. <laughs> hey, guys. I'm Kamethia. That went groovy. Oh. <laughs> hello. I am Sebastian. I love you and miss you all very much. Yes. Um, so far, one year. Our, oh, sorry. I'm going to let Nate go with the minutes moment. I almost forgot. Go ahead. Okay, you're good. And just to clarify, this is one year of the podcast. Black Menaces are coming up on a year and a half in, what, August? It'll be a year and a half. Yes. But yeah, with Black Menaces have been a thing since February of 2022. And the podcast started June 2022. So this is our year anniversary of the podcast. So um yeah and let's see here so i got the minutes moment this week it's actually a little bit different um because it is the last week of aapi or a hold on i gotta look it up now aanhpi heritage month because they switched it up Uh, it's the last week of aanhpi heritage month and so i wanted to just do a little bit of history about the origins of said month Um, So, in 1977, New York Representative Frank Horton introduced a House Joint Resolution 540, which proclaimed making the first, or which proposed proclaiming the first 10 days of May as Asian Pacific American Heritage Week. And then Hawaii Senator Daniel Inouye introduced a similar joint resolution that same year, and the resolutions did not pass. Big surprise, because, you know, well the racism. Anyway, uh, Representative Horton introduced the House Joint Resolution 1007 the next year, which requested the president to proclaim a week during the first 10 days of May, starting in 1979, including May 7th and 10th as Asian Pacific American Heritage Week. So after that was passed in the House and the Senate, President Jimmy Carter signed it into public law um, on October 5th, 1978. And then from 1980 to 1990, each president passed annual proclamations for Asian Pacific American Heritage Week. And then in 1990, Congress expanded the observance from a week to a month. And May was uh, annually designated as that month, um, starting in 1992 under George H.W. Bush. And uh, yeah, then it was renamed AAPI Heritage Month in 2009. And I guess I'm not sure if it's been officially renamed, but I know it's it's being expanded to highlight more. So A-A-N-H-P-I stands for Asian American and Native Hawaiian slash Pacific Islander Heritage. Yes, that's um, officially yeah. this year. Okay, so officially as of this year. So a lot of things haven't been updated. Um, but yeah, so you know they just started to acknowledge um, Pacific Islanders, Asian Americans, and Native Hawaiians. Um, and you know who knows? Maybe that will expand a little bit more. But um, it's important because now has been an interest. You know, the last few years have been an interesting time uh, for race and racism, and you know there have been a lot of 
of events surrounding um, racism towards black people. And there have also been a lot of events surrounding um, anti-Semitism and then also anti-Asian hate, um, at, which you know took a big escalation during the pandemic because uh, a certain president who shall remain unnamed decided to to blame Asia for that and it just kind of spread. Um, and so, you know, it, it led to an uptick in hate crimes. Um, and so you, we've seen that end of it, but then we've also seen a lot of uh, significant advancements uh, within Asian American, Pacific Islander, Native Hawaiian culture. Um, there's a lot of people out doing big things um, within the Asian diaspora, right? Um, so there was a few examples here. Kamala Harris became the first Asian American vice president a woman of color vice president, woman vice president, and black American woman vice president. So she just took all the titles. Um, and then in film history, we recently saw uh, the uh, movie Everything Everywhere All at Once almost sweep the Oscars, right? They won so many different awards uh, because it was such a great movie. Um, and a lot of Asian actors and actresses from that movie mm -hmm. were able to take home uh, big awards, which is very significant because that's never been done before. Um, Bong Joon, -ho, Bong Joon Ho, uh, who is the director of Parasite, he won an Academy Award for that recently. And then Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings came out in 2021, which was Marvel's first Asian superhero. So um, Asian American Pacific Islanders, are, you know, are, are becoming more, I don't know if I'm, like, I don't want to use the word mainstream, but awareness about um, their contributions to the culture are, are expanding. Right? So it's important that we celebrate AANHPI Heritage Month. Um, and I'm looking forward to, you know, in future years, like I'm just kind of learning about it. But I'm looking forward to the future years being able to like expand my knowledge of that and do things to celebrate. Because the last thing I want to do is like, I don't know, if, if if there ever is a TikTok page called the Asian Menaces and they come interview me and say, what do you do to celebrate AAPI Heritage Month? And I'm like, ah, I don't really do anything. I don't want to be that guy. So I'm trying to I'm trying to expand my knowledge. But yeah, so that's the uh, the menace moment for this week. Just a little bit of history about uh, AANHPI Heritage Month. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Um, okay, let's kind of go around, have some people give some updates for the listeners, just because I don't know what y'all knew last time you talked to us or what's going on. And you can choose whatever you want just because everyone is officially graduated or almost graduated. And so you can talk about how things have been this last year for you or what your plans are or whatever. I don't know, just give an update to the people. Um, yeah, I, we'll start with you, Sebastian, since you, you're closest to me. Wow, the pressure's on me. Okay, Um. yes, well, I'm back. It's May, 2023, about to be June, 2023. I'm about to graduate this summer so i'm very happy to be done with byu um it was not per se my favorite location in the world nor my favorite school um, and maybe you got that um what i know it's really shocking actually I, I know i showed a lot of love towards byu but um some updates in my life let's see i'm reading a lot of books again this year i'm on book like 15 i think this year oh wow so, yeah i'm headed to beat my previous year's record which was like 23 i believe um so i'm reading a ton which is always good i love reading if you know a little bit about me um i've been good i've been 
on like a very strict workout schedule lately. So I've been working out a ton, eating much healthier, which has been good too. Um, no crazy updates, I would say. I'm going all around the world this year. So I'm going to Mexico to the DR. I'm going to Europe. Um, I'm going to Brazil. Oh, he's so, a yeah, post He said post International. Period. I'm using my passport. Um, yeah, I'm like the black pit bull. You hear me? So call me Mr. Worldwide. Um, oh. Um, no. <laughs> Anyways, so yeah, I'm good though. I've been, I've been real, I've been good. I've just been, I've been grinding. School is is working me. I'm not gonna lie to you. So yeah. Any the what about? You know, job looking like you got all the Ooh. fun things. Where's the hard yeah. stuff? You know, I'm about to be your mom right now. Where's the yeah. <laughs> yes, jobs? Um, they're going good. I have I have one I can start on Monday, matter of fact. Um, and it'll be cool. But I'm actually hoping to get this one job that I'm applying to right now. I've had two interviews, my final interviews tomorrow. So if the black menace luck is on my side i'll get that job and actually start that one which is a little yeah. more preferred it pays a little less but it's fully remote um so it'll work a little bit better with all my vacations and all the other random stuff i'm doing so yes 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 okay kenny you're next on my screen so i'm going to you okay so i just graduated um i just got well my diploma is in the mail it's called it feels so freeing know that I have my diploma now and they cannot take it. Wait, they can't take it from me, mm -hmm. right? No. No, not once you get it. From me now? Like, I feel like I'm like living, like I can live my true authentic self. Like, right. Like, I don't have to be all secretive about if I bring a boy over or something like that. Like, I'm thriving. I'm genuinely yes. thriving. <laughs> like, I don't even have to like, I don't even need to like post like random stuff in my private story. And I'm like, what, why am I keeping this private now? You know, like, <laughs> It's really crazy. I, I know right the out. feeling. <laughs> so anyway, but yeah, I just graduated. Graduated. Um, I do not have a job yet. I want to. I just graduated with a degree in advertising or fine arts and communications, emphasis advertising. And I don't have a job yet, but I'm still very hopeful about it. So when I stop getting hopeful about it, then y'all might want to check on me because because <laughs> I don't know about that. One. But I'm still hopeful about it because I really want to be an art director. And like, even if I have to work, work something else until then, my my job, my dream is to still be an art director eventually, like no matter what. Um, and big shout out to DoorDash for keeping me employed until then. <laughs> until then. Um, because DoorDash that is, was a bag during the pandemic. I, I wish I wish I knew about it before in the pandemic because... Oh, yeah. I never tried it until like literally last month. That was like the first time I ever did it. And I was like, wow, this is sad. I never knew about this. I could have been having this. You know, I had like on-campus jobs, but like now I'm like, okay, I'm going back to Nashville on Thursday. That's where I'm from. So I'm going back to Nashville on Thursday just to live with my mom rent-free, kind of. I still have to pay rent here, but um, I'll be rent-free after July. Uh, so Okay. Rare free, almost um, free. This is slightly shackled, but it's okay. Yeah, it's just, it's just slightly shackled. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I'm hoping some opportunity will come up while I'm in Nashville. Like, this, I don't necessarily want to end up in Nashville, but like, I'm okay living there for as long as I need to to get on my feet and like and to fulfill my dream of being an art director. So, 
I'm I'm trying to be really patient. I really am trying to be really patient. All that has graduated has graduated graduating has taught me is to be patient right. and let God do His thing. Because me and God right now, we've been like this. Because I'm like, what you doing up there, buddy? No, for real. Because. <laughs> I'm down here trying to figure out what your plan is for me. And I, I don't know if we're on the same wavelength, but right. just kidding. I know his plan is greater than mine. Let me, his plan is greater than mine. <laughs> let, me, let me shut that before he like, you know. But yeah, um, yeah, I still want to move to New York. I mean, that just obviously is not a thing I'm going to be able to do anytime soon, like right now, but I still, that's still also a dream of mine. But so I have a lot of dreams. I've also been reading a lot. Um, I haven't read, read as many as Sebastian, I've probably read like six books. But they're like oh. easy books. I mean, they're like they're awesome muddy books. So <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I get through those books like within the day because I had to be eating that shit. I'd be like, ooh, it's so good. Like, you know, yeah. I love that. Like, I can't put it anyway. Yeah. Yeah, beautiful. That's Loved it. Hey, Kylie, you want to give your update? Yeah. So I'm done in June. So just a few weeks. Um, I'm getting my degree in psychology. I'm hoping to enter the like childcare education system. Mm -hmm. I've been looking at graduate programs to get a master's in social work. Um, as far as like just an update from then, I don't know. The first year, first half of the year really got me. I'm not gonna lie, but I've been working a lot on just being more mindful, and I've also been reading a lot just kind of for leisure. One of my favorite activities right now is to like go sit at like a park and just kind of enjoy earth and <laughs> mother nature. Yes. Um, I don't, I don't know what else I've done recently. I've been just kind of like rediscovering like hobbies and learning to be by myself and just kind of enjoying that for what it is. And so like working on my mental health, I've been going to therapy. I go Ooh, every love week. that. I just transitioned actually to every other which i'm really proud of um made a lot of progress actually at least that's what my my therapist be telling me i don't know she likes to tell me about myself so i'm like tell me what i want to hear thank you no literally i'm like emma don't do this anyway but yeah so that's been really big for me i've been kind of just reconnecting with myself the last few months working on myself in every way possible i've been going to the gym i've been trying to get my life together figure out what i want to do yeah that's as far as big plans um i can only think so far ahead so the biggest plan i have right now is that i'm going back to california in a few weeks just to see my brothers so very excited for that um and job looking like situation um, I'm running a summer program right now. I work for the Boys and Girls Club still. Um, as far as like a big girl job, that's to be announced. I have interviews yeah. this week. Um, the problem with having a degree in psychology is I don't have a teaching license. So trying to teach elementary school without a teaching license is kind of hard. So we're working oh. on that. But so I'm going back to school for that. Once I get my teaching license, going for my master's. And then a PhD after that. So, period. That's all I got. All right. See, I'm learning something I know you're going to get a PhD. That's my girl. She's going to get a PhD. Yes. Yeah. So, when I go big time, I don't want to hear from none of y'all. 
What? I'm dead. Why not hear from us? We 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 been here through everything. What you mean? It was all that quick. <laughs> nah, I'm just kidding. Unless I'm in the White House in the in New York with my my girl White House White House White Whore White House. Those are the, those are the places I want to be. So we can connect with each other. Kenny, <laughs> where are you taking us to the billboards? Big screen. Of course, we are gonna be on Times Square, baby. We are gonna see exactly. our names in big letters. We're gonna be like oh. little, little y'all you, you saw Air, not Ariel, Halle Bailey. She was like taking a picture with her um her screen in Times Square. That's gonna be yeah. us. We're gonna be like, yes. that's, 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 you know. We love it. Yes. You know those screens aren't that expensive. They, they don't cost that much. A billboard? You got billboard money? Like, it's like right. it'll go on for like if I remember it was like it'll go on like X amount of times in a day for like 15 seconds for like $150 or something. Uh uh. Uh uh. Yeah, it's it like something like okay. it's really well, not that bad. When we went to New York, so after I get engaged, um, I don't want to be proposed to that way, but I would like my announcement to be on this. So whoever uh, marries me, y'all know them. Well, tell them to do that. Put your demo and your Amazon wish list on oh, me. Put that on there. Come on, bless, bless somebody. You like, get married. Mm, help me. <laughs> Soon we'll be looking for an update from Rachel. Maybe we should get an update from Rachel right yeah. quick. Yeah. I I got talk too. Right. Y'all hear from us every week. You're done. What did you say? I said they hear from us every week. Do we really need right. to give an update? They, you don't need updates. Really updates of your lives. I mean, we haven't. I mean, we haven't spoke actually in a minute, but we'll give them. I'll give a mini one. Life is good. Mm-hmm. Still working. I feel like I'm really growing in my career. I feel like a corporate girly. Um, so that's been cool and exciting to see myself grow in a new way. Just because learning corporate life is very different than being a student. And I never, again, in my undergraduate experience, it was like everyone was researching or like going to get a hired like more education. So I never really picture myself in this position. So it's been cool to like transform almost. But um, yeah, it's that's mostly my life. Um, doing all my Delta stuff and hanging out with all my my girls out here, trying to enjoy post-grad life and create a balance and whatnot. And, and make time for family too, as well, considering all that's occurred in my life recently. But yeah, that, that's my update. Me? I got red bottoms on. Life is good. Hundred thousand for the cheapest ring on my none of my fingers because I'm broke. But um, my let me see, things are going pretty well. We moved. We see me and my wife Cassandra. We moved down to Salt Lake, so we finally have escaped the the bottomless pit that is Utah County, and uh, we're living it up down here. Uh, having a good time. I am working at a financial firm down here, which has nothing to do with my psychology degree, but it's the job that presented itself to me. So it's the job that I took. Um, yeah, enjoying that, working on getting like some financial licenses and stuff like that. And also planning to go to law school next year. Um, so just working in the meantime. And I'm trying to think, what else? That's really about it. No other big updates. No other big life changes. Just working, continuing to be a black menace, living my best life. Yes. That's me. 
Love it. So I guess if we could do like the year in review, kind of, right? You know, so obviously, again, this is a year of the Black Menaces podcast, but, um, you know, we can also just kind of have it be, you know, talking about like our year as Black Menaces and all the things that we've accomplished, things we've been able to do. What has been everybody's favorite Black Menace memory? Like, was it recording? Was it a trip that we did? Um, I have one. It's the first one that came to my mind. Rachel, you sadly, you weren't there for this one because you were in the hotel room. Um, was it Michigan? Oh my gosh. It's, it's with yeah. me, all of yeah. us. It was after a long day. I, I think we were in Michigan, right? Yeah, I remember this. I was typing a, a, day, a letter. We were all together. So it was me, Nate, Sebastian, and Kenny, or Kenethia. And we were all just kind of talking, hanging out. And then I don't remember who, but someone had the bright idea that we need to have a rap battle. Um, <laughs> freestyle rap battle. And I'll be very honest, none of us have a future career in that, but we took five minutes to just Speak kind of brainstorm. But I think it was just fun because after Nate probably gave the best, but at oh, the end of the day, it was, like, yeah, he did. It was nice to just kind of spend time with each other and just kind of giggle, laugh the way we always do. Um, that's probably one of my favorite in a more professional sense. Just being um, at the universities we've been able to visit, I think is a blessing that I actually just reflected on recently. Like we've done so much in such a right. short period of time. And it's kind of crazy to think that like, we've even had those opportunities. I mean, right. definitely. I mean, there's five of us, which alone is a lot in the sense of like, people paying for us to do these things. And so I just think it's cool that we've all been blessed to have so many like nice words to say that people find interesting and we've made a difference in such a short time. Right. I actually still have my, I found it. It was in my desk from Bell Tower Hotel. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever Bro. perform it? Perform it for uh-huh. us, Kenny. I don't even I think I had it to a beat, but I don't know what the beat was. Nate, yeah, Nate it. did it. Just make one up. Let's see. It's I can't. Good. I can't be watching here because it'll lag. I mean, it might sound okay. good. Like once we put it all together, but it's okay. once once the audio comes off, there's no guarantee what it'll sound good. So the th- topic of this one was love. Uh, let me think about how this was. Okay, love, <laughs> baby, fill the tub. Give me that rubber dub dub. Don't leave me hanging. Yeah. Shoot, I must be dreaming. He held me tight. Shoot, wait, he held me tight. Yup, it's that time of night. <laughs> <laughs> the day of love you're gonna take me out right but if you don't it's time for fight night oh <laughs> mm, guys this is what happens on the oh, off time we're not a serious group at no, all especially no. Kenny. no for real super hot fire she spit that oh i was this <laughs> was I don't know if you necessarily be the best for the podcast. Oh, wait, yeah. <laughs> this is this this is an adult audience, all right? You're right, you're right. I don't know if I still have it, but yeah, Kenny. it was a uh, so was, Sebastian and Kenny. What about y'all? Like, your reflection, favorite experience. Oof. Can you got some? I'm pondering. 
That's tough. We've I mean, I can say one that I my favorite. I think my favorite is just watching all of us like thrive in different ways. I think that's what I've loved. Just like through every different situation we've been in, whether that's speaking, flying, or coordinating, or like reaching out, we've all just done so much since we started all of this and seeing all of us thrive in those unique ways has been really cool. Like, I don't know, like, I feel like when I first met Kylie, she wasn't as outspoken as she is now. And so like seeing her come into that or like seeing Sebastian be able to like live out passion projects through different things that we've done. And just like seeing Kenny bring like laughter to all of the different things. It's just been really fun to see the ways in which, and Nate, you just having a very, good like leadership ability throughout the group and like keeping us on track with things just seeing the ways that we all like have thrived in in our own ways in each situation and again almost come we're business but also like we're family and so it's like i know you guys are, like siblings as well in the sense of like i kind of know how you're gonna move and i know how you're gonna think and when you don't you shock me i'm like oh wow I did, you did something different i love that you know but it's become like a family relationship as well. And so I think that's been one of my favorite parts is like you guys feel more than just like people I do videos with and work with. It's like, these are like, if I have something I'm stressed about, I'm like, okay, I'm going to see Nate when we record the podcast and I'm going to talk to him about what's going on. because <laughs> I need to get Nate's advice on this. <laughs> so, I agree, yeah. Rachel. I think it's really cool. Like, I think that's kind of why we've been able to work so well is I'm all of us like, I feel like I could go to every single one of you and be like, I need help. And you guys would all answer. And so I think that's kind of a cool bond that we've created. Um, and we've kind of learned our strengths and like what we enjoy doing in sense of black menaces. And so it's been fun to step out of my comfort zone and watch you guys step out of yours and learn new things from you guys. And you guys are all like my, you know, big siblings. You yeah. know, <laughs> like, especially as I transition in life too looking to you guys for help and guidance and just kind of like support has been really helpful. Yeah. Girl, we all just out here. So don't, don't look too close because um, <laughs> I'm just, I, don't look too close now. I'm just here. Okay. Say my favorite experience had to be, and this is tough because I really have enjoyed most moments when we've all been together, mm. but so I feel like I could go on for like multiple great experiences but I'll just say two real quick. The first one's not really an experience, but my one of my favorite things is when we're all five together because y'all might not know this, but that regularly happens. We're actually all five in the same room. So I think anytime that we're all five together, when we're walking around all five together, just like when we're together, I think it reminds me of what you were talking about, Rachel, about like the family connection and just like it's always a good time. But I think the second, like the actual experience is when we were in Massachusetts at Smith College and... Mm. We were just had that long day. Like we was up from like I don't know what time. It felt like nine a.m. I'm gonna say it's nine a.m. <laughs> no, we were up early. It, no it was, it was, it was terrible. Yeah, it was working. It was, it was a long day. I mean, did we? Was I just remember sitting in the library and I was like, I'm ready to go. I was like, <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. uh -huh. we, Listen, we earned that money. We earned it. Well, anyway, <laughs> we walked in the rain. <laughs> they did pack us in. I will say that we were doing everything. It was fun. That was probably our best. I'm gonna be honest. But now I know. But now we know for future. You know, bring yeah. you coffee or five hour energy, ho, because you're about to be tired. And an umbrella. Mm -hmm. 
Rachel, your braids. You were over. You were like, man. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I was tucking them bitches in. Yeah. But yeah, so that's probably my Michigan all around. Is there a specific experience? That you're referring to or just the trip um, probably like just the trip in general but probably the end when we met with their black student union at michigan yeah. i mean mm-hmm. massachusetts rather yeah, yeah we was just an hour and a half just vibing with them or however long it was and we were just <laughs> laughing and crying they was telling us the funniest stuff um anyways very interesting but a great that was probably my favorite time of the whole trip though mm-hmm. yeah, that was a good time that was that was a good time. Yeah, I, I agree. smith college and it was like the first like big trip we took it was just like my the bar is so high now like (laughs) the bar is so high smith college was literally the most perfect one of the most perfect experiences of my entire existence i feel like the only thing that would have made it better if there were some cute niggas there but that's fine with me because those (laughs) bitches were bad still like the bitches were still bad there and so strictly women's college yeah it is strictly honestly that was I was debating after that. I was like, I'm gonna go to this school. That was a good school. I wanted to go to that school. That was yeah, nice. No, I know, but I wanted to go. All the niggas to the back. All the niggas to the back. Sorry, you and Nate are canceled. Immediately. For the girlies in the game. Kenny, what about you? Mine is just an accumulation of like all the different times like we get together because I absolutely like. When I get to be myself around other people, and especially around a, a group of people, like y'all bring out the good in me. Like <laughs> that the y'all bring out the funny in me. I'll say that. Y'all bring out the also the little crazy in me. Y'all bring out the crazy in me just because I'm a little we a little local over here. We but I love it. Like I feel so comfortable when I'm around y'all. Like I feel like I can talk about like my poop cycles, like like whatever I need to talk about, I can talk about with y'all. And it's honestly amazing. Like who said that like you can ask for something like I think I could ask for something. I know I necessarily couldn't ask y'all for money because we all broke out here, but still, like, I know I could ask y'all for, like, like anything. Like, dang, my poop was kind of rough tonight. Like, I'm, I'm just kidding. I'm not going <laughs> to. But, like, I could tell, I could ask y'all anything, literally. And it's quite the friendship. Like, honestly, I knew, like, before Black Menaces, I think we were just all friends, like, individually and separately. Mm-hmm. But then, like, being fr- like being a friend group. Yeah. It's a different vibe. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Bringing us all together, all these different personalities together. I'm like, oh shoot, look at us our little melting pot. I I mean, we all AAs, but we well, still I was like, we're not really that diverse, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> we're from different states. That's our diversity. That's our diversity. Right. <laughs> cool. Uh, for me, I would say my favorite memory, uh, or some of my favorite memories was just being able to be on BYU campus. And that's it. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> no, but it was it was being able to, <laughs> to be on BYU campus, um, just having a rough time. But then like once the Black Menaces got together and once we came and like chill at the Black table or we're like meeting up to film, to record videos, we're like, okay, for the next 10, 15, 20 minutes, this is gonna be like, I'm gonna feel happy. I'm gonna feel safe. I'm gonna feel like I actually want to be here at this campus, like being able to kind of, you know, work together to show the culture of BYU, to show, you know, some of the experiences that we have, the, the things that we face, the type of people that we deal with, um, just knowing like, hey, this is an opportunity for us to share our experience. And this is an opportunity for us to, 
to be with other black people or to communicate with other black people, that was uh, something special for me. So that's probably one of my favorite memories is just all the times that we were creating content, that we were, you know, making an impact together. Because um, while we were helping other people and doing things like on a bigger scale, it was also helping me on a, a more personal scale. Love that. That's <laughs> 100%. That's true. Yeah, that's deep. <laughs> you know, I'm a deep individual. You feel me? <laughs> Stop, please. Uh, let me see. So, what? <laughs> what's one thing that being a black menace has taught you over the last year, year and a half? What's one thing that you've learned? Something that you want to share with the uh, the the audience, the people? the the ministry if you will mm. <laughs> hey i got some actually um something that i think is like something that i think black ministries really helped me double down in my own life is that when you have like a feeling for something or to do something no matter how like weird it may seem that like doing it is always the best answer for you you know what i mean like I used to really not be on TikTok like that, you know? And so it's interesting to think like, we had this idea about creating a random TikTok account and none of us was really on TikTok, you know? And it was like kind of abnormal, kind of like weird, but I feel like there was like that initial act on intuition is something that's taught me a lot about kind of maintaining that, that, that type of act where when you feel like something is right or that you should do something then just act on it because it's going to work out in your favor so love that, love that. who else uh, wants to go i can go oh um, Kylie, you got it. oh sorry you can i can okay no, you got it. Um, i think one thing just like kind of just i've learned from you guys that i've really been reflecting on recently is just not being so hard on myself, like for my ideas and my actions. And like, you guys have all taught me just like, not to look at things so black and white. I'm very like cut and dry. Like if I'm bad, then I'm done. And if I'm good, then that's, you know, like you guys get what I'm saying. So I think learning just from you guys and working together and navigating friendships and all of that, that I hate this saying, because I think it's like almost invalidating, but like, that idea of like, I can do hard things. I think I've learned to fully understand what that saying is. And that coming into myself as like who Kylie is and standing alone sometimes and like being confident being by myself and being confident to just speak out and to have an opinion that I know is worth something and that my emotions are valid and my all of those things and like that I'm enough. I think this last year I've struggled a lot just to feel that like I have a space in the relationships I'm in, whether that be romantic, friendship, platonic, all of those things. And just, I think you guys as a whole have taught me that I can be all of those things and that everything that I am is worth something. That's emotional. That. Anyway, we've learned. <laughs> That's special. I like that. Can you hear Rachel? I think for me, I think I learned like the power of like asking questions. Like, you know, everybody's always like, well, if you don't know something, ask. ask. I'm like, okay, you don't have anxiety, got it. 
you know, like, but like there is a lot of power by, behind like asking questions. Even like in this sense, we ask it for like, we ask questions to see, like so we ask specific questions, like to see gauge people's like understanding of certain topics. And then we went on to teach them sometimes about those topics. But like, even in like my daily life or like different situations, I have learned that like, you can't like, some people like they just, they don't, what they don't know they won't know unless like I act like they won't know. I don't know how to explain this. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know how to explain like how, like how the question comes into that. But like, I've I found myself like asking them like, well, why do you think that way? Or like, well, right. like what, what makes you like, what experience have you had that like makes you think that way? And even though like I did have disagree with a lot of people, I've had to, I've been able to have a lot more cordial conversations with people, with people I disagree with from just asking mm-hmm. those, like those questions. And like I learned, from, I learned the power of asking questions from Black menaces because, I mean, our TikTok always we, we did we just started. Well, we didn't start asking questions, but we eventually just started asking questions. We and invented like, questions. It's a big thing. Like it lets us having like almost a million followers. And I'm like, it's and it's changed. Like I would say it changed. Like most, it's changed our lives. Honestly, just like the power of just asking some questions and like seeing like, do you want like trying to see if people understand the importance of certain things or, yeah. I don't know. And also, Black Minutes has also very much helped me with my anxiety because you try going up to random people and asking them questions. <laughs> I mean, BYU is a little different, but I'm like, hey, can I, can I ask you a question for two? Right. You know, like, <laughs> I thought like that would be when I first started. Then I'm like, hey, hey, yeah, yeah, you, I see you eating, but can I ask you a question? Thank right. you. Right. You know, definitely getting some confidence from doing Black Minutes. So shout out. <laughs> Love that, love that. Um, I would say for me, one thing that Black Menaces has taught me um, is just the importance of of adapting, right? Like always um, being willing to kind of to kind of shift and adjust. Uh, you know, like like Sebastian said, none of us were really on TikTok like that, but it became. Um, it became like a platform for us to speak through and we adapted to that right like you know we we found out we figured out what people wanted to see um and we created content that was able to to appeal to a certain audience right and then um, being able to to replicate that same thing on instagram and then you know be able to take it and you know to to other venues we're able to speak at conferences and go to a couple different colleges and present there um speak on panels and, and um you know, do consulting. And so like the ability to kind of take just asking questions and turning that into an ability or and turning that into opportunities to educate I and mean, things like that just you know, has taught me a lot about adaptability and how important it is to, um, you know, how important it is to your ability to like make an impact, to be willing to, to change. I think a lot of the things that we run into with like ignorant people um, is rigidity like they're not their unwillingness to change unwillingness to adapt and that's why the country is so fucked up right now is because of all these old ass people in government running everything and refusing to change they want things to stay the same like the whole idea behind make america great again is wanting to keep things the same and like limit progress right so um I think adaptability has become a big part of my life and just the ability to to make changes when necessary and to always just be constantly learning, like learning new things. 
Well, I feel like Black Menace has taught me so much, and I agree with everything you guys have said. Like, I resonate with each of those things. But I feel like one thing that you haven't mentioned is maybe I feel like Black Menace has just taught me that. I don't know. I feel like in our day and age, so much has been created and like done, and it can feel like I don't really know how I can contribute in a unique way almost. I don't know if anybody ever struggles with that sometimes, but I feel like. Black Menaces has taught me the power of like your own individual story, your uniqueness, and like how the world needs to hear that and see that because it is unique. Like going to BYU and being a black person at the school, being black growing up LDS, like these are things that make the world a beautiful place. And being a part of Black Menaces has allowed us to like meet so many different types of people who have very different stories and seeing the way they interact in the world and just. I don't know. I feel like I, I always knew that, but having this experience constantly reminds me of that, whether that's through us interviewing people on the podcast or us going out and um, interviewing people that turns into a conversation or um, even visiting the different schools and speaking to the different places we have. We've met so many different types of people and that all happened because we wanted to get out and share our unique situation and we didn't realize how many people would resonate with it, be interested in it, and like the connection we can make with people through that, like through us doing Black Menaces alone, meeting people in Utah just puts us on a different level. And I think people are even willing to connect with us because of it, right? They'll be like, oh, you did that. Like, I want to connect with you now and share about myself and like the ways that I feel different and othered. And yeah. I don't know. I just yeah. think that that's been something cool to see that you can constantly learn that lesson time and time again in life, especially as we all head to this like transition of like graduating and heading down a new path and realizing like there's power and the uniqueness that we have right now and having confidence as we go into new situations. There's a reason you're where you're supposed to be, right? Like I feel that way in my job all the time. Like my coworkers are like people who are SVPs and I'm like, all right, there's a reason I'm here. There's a reason I'm contributing on this team. And it's because I have something unique to bring. And so that's, that's true in so many situations and black ministers just taught me that. For sure. For sure. I love that. All right, all right. So we've we've gotten all philosophical and, and deep and everything, but now we're gonna take it. We're gonna make it fun to to wrap it up here. Why are we talking? What uh, I want to know everybody's most controversial opinion, right? Ooh, wow. Dang. Yeah, I want to know your Ooh. most controversial opinion. I'm gonna go first because I think mine is quite controversial. Oh, I'm scared. All right, here we go. You ready? Yeah. <clears throat> Boneless wings are better than boneless wings. Stop. That is okay. literally I false. You like chicken nuggets. You like seasoned chicken nuggets. Then bone in wings. This is shameful. It's buffalo wings, I feel like. Everything else, I want that boneless, please. Thank you. I'm sick. My most controversial is the inflammation, right? Everybody is really pressed, but they're just mad because they know that deep down I am telling the truth. Uh-uh. Someone take the mic. Someone take right. the mic. We don't. That's controversial for sure. And the sauce got to be on the side too. Oh, yeah, you really lost me. Yeah, you lost me. You like chicken nuggets with dip. You lost me. You definitely like chicken nuggets. That's all I'm getting. <laughs> no, no, it's different. A chicken That's nugget is like ground up chicken. chicken. A boneless wing is a piece of chicken. It's a piece of chicken. Breaded. Mm. It's a bone-in wing without all the extra work. Mm. That's not the chicken wing. I'm going to wrap that's my mouth chicken. around a whole bone when I could just eat the chicken. 
That's chicken they, put in the circle. Bro, talk to me. Somebody take it, bro. What is nah, no, no. See, a boneless wing is a piece of chicken. A chicken nugget is ground up chicken that's been like mushed right. together and fried. Okay. Boneless wings are better than boneless wings. Clearly, we don't agree. Um, it's something that is very controversial. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my most controversial opinion. Who's next? Oh, we heard that one. Hmm. Loud and clear. Um, do I have? Maybe I'm just not controversial. Um, I'm like, I know I have some. I'm trying to I know I got them, but I can't beat bone-in chicken wings. That's your most controversial opinion. It doesn't have to be more controversial. My most controversial opinion. I don't... It's going to take me a second. But I'll say one that I thought of off top. One I thought of off top is one, I don't like watermelon. And I know people be hating that, but I think it's I think it's trash. I think it's watered down juice. That's all it is. I will have um, to agree with you. Wow. It's just not. Nah, I'm gonna have to disagree. I'm gonna be honest. I agree. Right. I'm like, I just don't like it. I've tried it. I try it every single time because it looks good. SJ, maybe it's our half white side. I'm gonna be honest. Oh, like maybe. Maybe. Right. I feel man. like that's that, that must be like the well, I'm not gonna say that. Never mind. <laughs> That's what I <laughs> Let me self-edit. Uh, yeah, that's what my that's my oh, It's just not good. Crazy. Water down juice. That's controversial. That is controversial. Yeah. All right. I don't know if I have one. Rachel, can you have one? I'm I'm pretty sure I do. I have a lot of opinions, so I'm just so shook that they're somehow not coming to the forefront right now. We do have um, a lot of opinions. I just don't know if they're controversial. Mm, that's true. You know, like, trying to think of a controversial something to say, I'm like, dang, this is low-key kind of hard. Like, I be seeing TikToks about this, I'm like, you know what? You damn right. Like, okay, you know what? Okay, I have yeah. one. People who like Chick-fil-A think they're better than other people. And I'm so, <laughs> I'm so sorry. This shit really pisses me off. People who eat Chick-fil-A, they're the same, like the not just a oh I eat Chick-fil-A to eat Chick-fil-A. These are the Chick-fil-A like fanatics, like they have the sauce in their house house type people. It's yeah. the same people that go to Trader Joe's. Yeah, okay. Oh, it's the same people that think they're better because they don't eat McDonald's. No. As if it's the same thing. I'm it's literally kidding. the same thing. Like that really, that's my controversial opinion that these people think that they're better and they think that they're like psychologically like higher than you and like it's giving like classism i just feel like the way that chick-fil-a has branded themselves is like a middle class food upper middle class food like people really are just playing into that and they don't even realize how they have been scammed by the marketing industry and that really pisses me off because people will really argue with you and you're looking at them like sir it's still fast food it's still fried it's still not good for you you feel better because you got you a little frosted lemonade <laughs> no, it really, that really pisses me off, and that's my controversial opinion. And I stand on a ten toes down, and show me it's not true. Also, my controversial opinion, I thought of this as well on the side. Harry Double Styles percent. and Taylor Swift fans are the same people on a Venn diagram. And oh me, upper oh. middle class white women <laughs> who are liberal. Oh, okay, I can't stand their fans at all. I can't stand. I'm them. sorry. I'm sorry so you like mad. that, but Taylor Swift's music is really not even that good. Her recent music is trash, but they will have to, to the day they die. The Swifties, I'm gonna be honest, I will never stand in between a Swiftie 
and anything because no no it's yeah they do like Oprah. Oprah. have y'all watched uh have y'all watched swarm on amazon prime it's a show that donald glover wrote so there's like a, a group of fans on there that'd be like going crazy but like the main character she's basically like a, a fan of this this singer and then she's like a serial killer for people that don't like wow. that singer Golly. I have a controversial right. thing. It's, it's more complicated than that, but don't kill go me. ahead, Kaniki. No, that was Kylie. Oh, oh I don't know how much, like I don't know how controversial y'all will think it is, but I just have been reflecting on BYU. I personally think that the Cougarettes are they're good dancers. Yes. I take that away oh. from them. However, I think the reason they get so much hype is because they're a bunch of pretty blonde girls with blue eyes who are imitating black dance, hip hop, all those things. Um, and so then they get hype because it looks cool. But if it was a group of black girls, we would not get the same energy that they get. At all. Oh, yeah, and so I think they win stuff because there's this like idea that they're stepping out of their comfort zone and they're modestly dressed. And it's like, mm, but I could have learned it. I, I may cut out the flips and stuff, but uh, I could have done it. So well, personally, I don't think they deserve the hype that they get. Every time they win a national champ, or like whatever, whenever they win it, they the the one the national the Cougarettes won a world championship. I'm like, what championships are they going to? You could take a high school majorette team and they will dust the Cougarettes every single yes, time. Any, like, well, where, like, it's what, crazy. What championships are y'all going to? If you guys know about dance. Um, one of the TAs that I worked with, she grew up doing dance in Utah, so she knows all these competitions, and she's like, they go to competitions that they don't have to like, like, there's not really competition for them, because it's based off, like, school size, and I think, or maybe it's, like, the size of the, t- the team and whatnot, and they are competing in a way that, like, they're not really competing against anybody. So it's like, yeah, they won the world championship for this random ass tournament. And like anybody could go find a world championship tournament and get named like the champion at. There's enough dance competitions out there. So it's not even like this is a super competitive one. So she always would say that. She's like, they're not that good. No, they're really not. Because like, did y'all ever watch, was it Bring It On? Did you ever watch Bring It On? Yes. Oh, yes. The dancing dogs will dance circles around the cougarettes, bro. Like every time, and that's some, that's some babies, the children. They will dust the cougarettes. Anyway, I love that's it. That's fair. All right, Kenny, you're I, the only one left. What you got? I got one. It's gonna this gonna be weird. This gonna get nothing to do with pop culture, nothing. But last summer, I saw Pompeii in person. And I'm convinced that Pompeii little volcano did not happen. Like, I'm convinced it did not happen. I like I went and visited it and everything. Like, it just didn't seem real. I was like, y'all trying to tell me a volcano <laughs> came and destroyed this place out. But like, how them bodies, they, I'm convinced them bodies they have, like you see those like bodies that like petrify people or whatever. Don't get me wrong. Don't come for me if you got like a great, great, my great, great, great grandpa was, you know, affected out. Okay, that's your great 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 grandpa, and he's passed away. You said nah. <laughs> I genuinely don't think it, I'm convinced it did not happen. Like, like it didn't look real. Like that body. I'm like, are you sure you didn't like just make that body out of clay and just put it in the under under like a glass case to make it seem special? Hmm. I'm, I'm like, it's not given. It really isn't given. I'm like, if I cut open this thing, you telling me I would see like some some fossil some bones or something like. 
from I don't know. I guess it wouldn't be intact bones, but like you telling me, I would see like human human DNA if I cut open that thing. Be for real, it's not real. I'm so dead. I saw it in person. It's not real. And then they had the audacity. They were basically. I. It's not real. They had like this one section. It just had like porn on the walls. I was like, this is not real. You trying to. Y'all just want, like, that was the most random thing I've ever seen in my life. I was like, Pompeii is about porn. Y'all not making sense to me. I thought Pompeii was all about the volcano. Now y'all telling me Pompeii had porn on the walls, too? Y'all not making, it wasn't making sense to me. And I'm yes, still not. I'm not y'all can fight me. I want people to fight me on it. Because I'm like, tell, y'all can fight me on it. Because were you there? <laughs> Thank you. Thank y'all work. No, thank y'all. Stop playing with me. Was you there? Come on. Thank y'all. Did slavery happen? I don't know. Were you there? What? Oh, okay. 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 That's a little different. I'm dead. A little different. Oh my gosh. Same energy. I will say, the more I think about it, the more sus the moon landing is. You mean to tell me they sent two people, three people to the moon in 1969, but they ain't mm-hmm. been back yet? Like, and the camera was walked up. How did they get the camera, the camera up there? They took the camera in the spaceship. It just it seemed real sus to me. I don't know. probably got a background in acting or something. He probably grew up, he probably got a background in acting because ain't no way. Yeah, I believe well, crazy things. This is crazy. You got some active background. Y'all really believe this? This is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and they're controversial for a reason, but I'm gonna stand yeah. by. That's like my nigga. Pigeons. I'm gonna stand by him. Pigeons aren't real. I'm convinced. I'm gonna stand by that fact. No, I'm sick. My brother ate a pigeon. <gasps> what? In France, he, in Paris, he went to this mad bougie restaurant, ate a pigeon. Oh, yeah, it's very. Yeah. killing me right now. Ate Coors meal. He ate one of the pigeons. Got gobbled it up. <laughs> Ew. I bet Ooh, don't stay like that. Gobbled up. I know. <laughs> he That's had a bone true. in wing. That's what he had, Nate. He had a bone The bird wing. <laughs> a bone in too. Come on. Yeah, imagine how good boneless pigeon would have been. Stop. Uh-uh. Boneless <laughs> pigeon wings. Delicious. Okay, time to wrap it up. Pigeon nuggets. To the recommendations. Pigeon nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Hold, on, hold on, I got one more question. One more question to, okay. to, to wrap it up. All right, so this question, and this can be just like a brief, like 60-second answer. What does your spirituality look like post-BYU? Ooh, that's a great question. What does your spirituality look like post-BYU? Because BYU is very determined that everybody there will have a spiritual experience and they'll be able to go to religion. You basically get a minor in religion that accounts for nothing. So, what does everybody's uh, spirituality look like post? That a question. Are you? Somebody mm. else go first. I can go first. Yes, can you go? So, personally, I still very much, I still believe in God. I still believe in Jesus Christ. But I, and I can, I still believe, like, even before I, like, at BYU, like, my time at BYU, I believed a lot of what the church had, just because that's where I came to do God, who God was. Mm. But, like, now that I'm here, like, I don't go to church that often, but I still like, I still get down on my knees and pray to God. And like, like, I still very much believe that he's there and that like, he'll take care of me. Like, and he's guiding my paths and everything. But like, I don't know, like, I don't like personally, like church wise and like 
church-wise spiritual like I mean like LDS church-wise spirituality I don't know I really I keep like I even I contemplated going to my bishop about like I don't know if I'm going to I don't know if I'm gonna stay in the church anymore like I just don't I don't see myself in like five years down the road picking my ass up on Sunday and going to like and going to church you know like I still like I can see myself going to church with my mom when I'm in Nashville every so every like whenever I like whenever I want to, but like I just don't see myself ever consistently going to church ever again. To be honest, yeah, I feel that. So and also, I also realize there's a lot of anxiety behind the church, like spiritual mm-hmm. anxiety. But Big I've come a, I've come a long way for that too. So I could say a word on that, but I'm not gonna get into it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anybody else want to go? I can jump in. Or I you got it. Go ahead, Kylie. Um, as far as like spirituality, because I think spirituality and religion are different. Spiritually, I'm doing very well. I have been working on just being mindful. Um, I will give him credit. Sebastian really helped me like kind of navigate that, like not to think so black and white. Um, so I've been working on that. So as far as like my relationship with God, I don't think it's ever been stronger, especially just in this difficult time of my life I've really been relying on him and like just kind of like talking to God and just having like a a real relationship with him as far as the church I'm in a weird spot like I think for so long I had all of these goals like I was gonna get married to the temple I was gonna do this I was gonna do that um and not necessarily that they've like gone away 100% but I think I've just been struggling navigating why I want something so bad that my family can't be there with me or that my family doesn't get the full blessings that I do just because they don't go to church on Sunday, you know, just like these little things. Um, and I think the church, I think I agree with Kenny um, of like the anxiety. Like, I think I go to church and feel bad about myself um, because I feel like I'm a sinner and I feel like I'm awful and that God doesn't love me. And for so long, I thought that way. Like at one point I was convinced that God himself did not love me. And like, that's an awful feeling and so I think in the where I'm at spiritually is like my relationship with God is 100% between me and God. And I don't owe anybody an explanation on what I do or how I choose to worship um, because it's none of their business. And like God knows where my heart is and my thoughts and my intentions. And like that's all that matters. So if I decide to go back to church consistently, um, I'll let y'all know. But as of right now, I'm focusing on me and the man upstairs. So Love it, love it. Sebastian, Rachel, me. Sebastian, you go. It's the smirk. We already. Come on, Sebastian. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> See, like I said, sixty seconds really not is not adequate. However, I'll explain like how what I think like this is when I can like talk about my spirituality. I think the baseline for my beliefs or lack thereof is I don't really think you can know anything besides things that are like tangible. Like I have a sweater on, this is a chain, right? And even then, I'm not gonna get into the rabbit hole of debating that either, right? But the point is like, for me, I don't really feel like you can know anything. Um, and that leads me to not really having any um, like strong, definitely not no religious beliefs. Um, but any like strong, like, slash religious slash spiritual beliefs i'm um like even like the idea of god um is an interesting concept in my brain 
because I don't view God as necessarily a person or anything. I don't think I don't know what God is because I don't think, in my opinion, I don't think you really can know. Um, and so I see I, I, I liked the idea of God. But I don't necessarily believe in something in particular about God, whether it's a person or a man or a woman or if they're non-binary or if it's even a person. You know, what I mean, it's a long it's a oof, conceptual nightmare. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do believe in like I have like a lot of spiritual beliefs of like things that are more foundational, like the law of attraction or the law of detachment, um, things that are more like these grounded spiritual beliefs um, that kind of date anciently um, and things that people have done to find inner peace and enjoy and happiness. So that's kind of kind of Sebastian in a nutshell. So, yes. Wow. Yes, yes, yes. Nate, do you want to go or do you want me to go? Yeah, I can go. So for me, post-BYU, I would say that I am a very different person than I was when I was at BYU, even right after I graduated, right? I think um, I came to a point like a little over a year ago where I was just like, basically, I was just like, the math isn't mathing. And I can't keep inventing numbers. I realized that like I was a lot of my life, I was inventing numbers to make the math work. And then once I just kind of like put all of that aside, you know, a lot of that was based in fear. Basically, it was like, you know, if I can keep going down this metaphor, um, essentially, I was afraid that if the math didn't add up, that my whole life would fall apart, right? That everything would be awful, right? That I would lose everything. And so I was inventing numbers to make all the math add up, right? And it just wasn't working anymore. Um, so I, I got to a point where I was like, well, this doesn't make any sense. I can't keep trying to rationalize or explain this. You know, um, you know, before my mission, I, I would say I didn't really have like a full on concept of, uh, of the church or the gospel, just kind of what I grew up with, right? And I was very knowledgeable, I knew my stuff. And I go on my mission, I start to learn more. Um, and if you wanna hear more about that, you can listen to my Mormon Stories podcast episode. <laughs> small plug um but uh, but but if you listen to that then you can you know kind of learn, like i learned more about what the church was really about as a missionary and then i get home and i kind of went from saying like oh i believe in the church and i believe in the gospel to just saying like oh the 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 gospel is true the people aren't and then it or the, the gospel is true the church isn't and then went from that to just being like i only fuck with jesus christ and then it just went to you know what I'm going to just figure out what works for me and go with that. Um, yeah, And so, you know, I, I have, have come to the, the, the decision that I believe that, that God exists, but also that I don't know what that looks like. Right. Um, because all I know is the God that I've been taught to fear my whole life is not the God that I, the, the, the God that I've been taught to fear is not the God that, that everybody keeps painting, right? So I, I really don't know what what God looks like, um, but just that I, I do believe that there is that there is God out there, and um, you know, so I'm focusing on on being my authentic self and and, and learning more about who I am and what that looks like. Um, but that's that's been my my spiritual journey over the last year and a half or so. All right, Rachel, bring it home. Um, yeah, I mean, I feel like I resonated with what everyone has said in some capacity, like literally each of you, what you've spoken on. And I think 
Yeah, similarly, I think for so long, I wanted the church to work out of fear, what you said, Nate. Um, you know, Kenny, realizing that anxiety you talked about, I felt that like summer of 2021. And I felt that way because I, I slowly started realizing the ways in which I didn't agree with the church that I've always kind of felt, but I had not really like leaned into fully. Like, even after I got endowed, I mean, when I was super churchy, I was like, yes, this has to be the way wearing your garments is the only way. But then after a while, I was kind of like, no, like, that's really terrible that like we're measuring spirituality based off the clothing someone wears or then even like on my mission, I was like, why are the five saving ordinance required for exaltation? Like, I feel like it should just be faith and like your good works, things like that, um, kind of all slowly adding up over time. Or just like, I don't agree with the church's view on like sex and masturbation, you know, just little things like that being like, that's not what I personally believe. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to teach my kids that. That was kind of how my brain started going. That if I know I'm going to teach my children the opposite, right? Like going to teach them something different. Why do I want to constantly be in a space that I'm having to like go back and forth with teaching them things? And that's kind of what was like my start of being like, maybe this isn't for you and just being afraid of that. And then over the past like two years, really just fully leaning into that and um, still trying to keep my own sense of like spirituality. And like, I know that there's God, I believe in him and I believe in Jesus Christ. I just don't know if I have to be associated with this organization in order to experience the love that I feel from God or experience the love that I feel from having a savior. I can experience that in any church. I can experience that not going to church. That's the point of God, in my opinion. And really using the idea of like humanism is like this thing that people use and like we're good people because we're all people. And like that idea is something that I try to use. Like I don't need religion to be the reason why I'm a good person or why I treat people good. I treat people good because I care about people and I care about the well-being of others because that's just something I care about. And I think sometimes people... If you need um, an organization to help you do that, I support it. Like, I don't judge anyone, no matter what they do. I love it. If you love it, I just know that I have found that joy and, like, that service calling through other things without being associated with something that I felt was harmful or not fully aligned with who I was and who I'm becoming. And so that's kind of been me. And, and it's been a great experience, especially being officially done with BYU, just really feeling like that free thing you were talking about, Kenny just feeling free and like I can actually really choose and I don't have to feel forced and, you know, just experiencing a lot of things for the first time and doing my own experiences and being like, what do I, why do I want to live this way? Is it because I've been told or is it because I actually want to? Things like that I've been exploring and and that's been like a, a interesting journey and fun and kind of realizing there's a big fear of just like, who am I after not being involved or like choosing to not participate? And being with people like you guys or just like all of our friends and the different people that, that I feel like God has put in my life to make me not feel that anxiety and stress, but have helped to ease that. So that's been nice, too. Love that. Cool. All right. Now we got recommendations and then we'll close it out. So uh, let's see. So you want me to start? Recommend first. Oh yeah, Rachel, you got it. You got it. Okay. My recommendation for the week is a financial situation. Go like figure out if you don't have good credit. Go on TikTok and watch some videos about how to build your credit, how to fix it, 
or figure out like the next best credit card you can apply for. This is really random. I've just been researching this recently. So I just recommend it just because financial literacy, especially in the black community, is something that we don't talk about as often. I feel like our generation's doing a better job, but like my parents didn't teach me about this kind of stuff. And so I feel like learning as much as you can and like there's TikTok, YouTube videos, there's so much like stuff out there for free that you can listen to and like understand. And credit cards will pay for so much stuff for you through the points and benefits. Um, if you have a decent credit score, I recommend the Chase Sapphire Preferred Card or getting a miles card with your favorite airline that you fly a lot or is in your city. Like there's a hub for it as well. Cause it doesn't matter if it's your favorite, if in the city you live in, they never fly there. So um, something like that as well, so that you can get benefits for just making everyday purchases. Um, but you have to be careful obviously to not go over. And again, the videos will teach you, but ask on financial literacy and get you a credit card. Cause credit is the only way you can do anything in America, which is effed up on its own. But Mm -hmm. Very true. Sebastian right, can, uh, or Nate? I'll go next. I'll go next. All right. So my recommendation for this week, um, I'll say because this guy just did it yesterday. Chicken kebabs. <laughs> Them shits are fire. Bro, um, you cut up some chicken, boneless chicken. Very That's well proof boneless kebabs. Okay, it's a kebab. It got a stick through the middle. Well, he want the wing like this on the on the stick, like this. Uh, yeah, you, take the, you take the chicken breast, right? And then you get some bell pepper, some onion, you chop it up into like decent sizes. Uh, maybe like a little bit bigger than a postage stamp, right? And then you're just gonna put it all on the skewer. Uh, or actually, you season the chicken first. Right? You season the chicken first. So we use, well, we, we had a barbecue yesterday for Memorial Day, and we use lemon pepper seasoning. And then I had like a couple of different kinds of barbecue seasoning. So I put the chicken in three different bowls. I seasoned it up with the lemon pepper and the barbecue seasoning. And then I added all to the skewer with the onion and bell pepper. And you can add pineapple if you want to. And then threw the things on the grill and just let them get like, you know, um, just let them get cooked. And man, those things are delicious. They're very satisfying, very filling. Very enjoyable. So chicken kebab, that's my recommendation. Get you some chicken breast, the boneless kind, because it's better. And then add it's some so skewers with some onion and bell pepper and go from there. It's so annoying. I'll All go. Right, what you got? I'll go. I was going to say to listen to this book called No Matter What by Lisa Nichols. And I'm still saying it, right? But when I was listening to Rachel, I don't know, this other thought came into my head. Is I was talking about this the other day. Is just checking on the people that you're close to, that you love, that you may not talk to a lot. You know, just ask them and talk about their own mental health with you so you can kind of build that rapport and that space for them. I think we we forget how people's men, mental health is going. And so we just move freely. Right. Um, and we even if we see them all the time, sometimes we don't just sit down and ask how they're actually doing. So I did. And I was I did that the other day with one of my super close friends and we just talked about all the things that they was going through like, you know, the hardships and, you know, you think about, you have to think about like, okay, what if nobody's asking this person, right. That you're close to, um, and all the potential travesties that could, you know, come from that. Mm. And, um, I think about when I was in the moments I've been down in my own life and how many people actually like talk to me about it, regardless of how close our relationship might've been. Right. And, um, I just don't think it's a lot of people. Right. And so be that person for somebody like ask them, build the rapport, build the space. Um, because I think we will constantly be surprised what people are struggling with. Um, 
And even if it's your close friend, ask them every time you see them. You know what I mean? I have a friend who does it to me and is very helpful. So I think I think it's a definitely recommend recommendation. Do both, matter of fact, but do that for sure. That's a fire recommendation. Kenethia, Kylie, who's going next? Um, I can go. Um, my recommendation is the app called Wattpad. Um, it's very middle school of me to recommend using Wattpad, but what has Wattpad has been my bestie for like the past two weeks. Can you spell that? Huh? Can you spell that, please? Wattpad, W A T T P A D, I think. Okay. You got me there. Wattpad. So Wattpad is like these stories that people will make. Like people will write their own stories. Like it's usually just like a lot of like fan fiction. Like oh, Dr you know from Harry Potter. Like oh, Draco and Harry Potter lovers. You know like random shit like that. That's not really. I don't really like BL like that. Y'all know what BL is. Anyway, I'm not really a big fan of that. But like I do love me some romance, some split. And so like the past like two weeks, I probably read like four Wattpad books. Like that's separate from like the books I've read. Like outside of Wattpad, but like Wattpad just come in so clutch for the hopeless romantic in me. Like, and it's super <laughs> sensual. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, I'd recommend Wattpad. Um, they actually have some pretty good authors on there. Um, but yeah, I mean, if Wattpad ever wanted to sponsor us, me, I'm, I'd read it. Wattpad, I like menaces. <laughs> I gotta say, just just because you said it so casually, but I was listening. I've been listening to the. I've been re-listening to the Harry Potter books, right? And Draco Malfoy and Harry Potter having a secret romance is crazy. Because <laughs> 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 they hate each other. That's wild. Anyway, I just want to point that out. But I like the Wattpad. All right. The Wattpad girl doesn't know what I'm talking about. Like Wattpad so got crazy rough shit. Random shit. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> want some sexy, steamy Harry Potter romance? Oh my gosh. What is that? Um, okay, mine is um I don't know, I just have been spending a lot of time in thought recently, and a thought that I had yesterday that I will recommend. Um I don't know how deep I want to go with this, but basically one thing I just that kind of came across my mind um as I kind of navigate my self-worth was like the question of like why can't they love me enough? But then I realized I was like, oh. I can love myself enough, you know, and like I can give myself all the time and the energy and the investment that I want to invest into someone else that I can do that for myself. Um, so like a challenge that I'm taking that someone out there can do with me, I guess, is like investing the time and energy that you eventually hope to invest into someone else into yourself. So when that person comes and you're ready and so that you're everything you need to be in, like really practicing self-love in a healthy way. Um, so just being more mindful, like I said earlier, and spending time with yourself and spending time in your thoughts is okay too. Um, my mind tends to wander and so to like, it wanders to like bad thoughts. And so kind of allowing myself to feel the emotions I need to feel. Um, so my recommendation is to allow yourself to spend time with your, to spend time with yourself, um, practice self-love, and to really be mindful um, of what you say to yourself and to your body. And yeah, to just work on loving yourself in the most authentic way. Yes. I feel like post-grad gave me a lot of time to do that. And yeah. I was like, I'm really with myself. And like, 
it's 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 an interesting time and it's a good time for reflection and learning and much needed. Yes. Yeah, I think that's an important step in learning who you are after college. It's definitely it's definitely a journey. Growth era. <laughs> yes, indeed. Well, all right, I think that's about it for this week. We appreciate y'all and uh, we'll catch you next week. Thank you for joining us on the Black Menace podcast today. Make sure to follow us on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter at the Black Menaces. And make sure to subscribe to our Patreon, the Menace Society, where you can get bonus content from us on the podcast, as well as extra clips from our videos that we film. And don't forget to email us at blackmenacepodcast at gmail.com for menace moments or any other questions that you want us to answer because this show is for you guys thank you and remember always be a menace thank you <laughs>